Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a Happy New Year. And now, from the Emerald City of Seattle, it's the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Your home for pop culture, Transformers, independent artists, interviews, Transformers, and stuff and things. Also, sometimes Transformers. And now, here he is, a part of a balanced breakfast, Mike Seibert. Merry Christmas, and welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, call the Mike Seibert Radio voicemail hotline, 231-224-MIKE. That's 231-224-6453. And right into the mailbag, Radio at gmail.com. And this week, I thought I would share some holiday tunes with you and some other great music as well. All of that and more on this all-new episode of Mike Seibert Radio, but first... Now it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> but let's kick things off with some shout outs. Shout it, shout it, shout it out okay, so there's been a couple projects I've been talking about since my interview with Livio Ramadelli a couple weeks ago. Uh, but since every episode of a podcast is somebody's first podcast, um, thought I'd take a sec and remind you of some of the cool projects I've been involved with recently. I mean, obviously, go and check out Livio Ramadelli's creator-owned comic, The Kill Lock, from IDW Comics. The first issue will be out by the time you listen to this. And check out our interview uh, back during episode 244. He talks about this um, original idea and this project being a labor of love that uh, that he's actually been working on uh, for the last several years uh, while he was doing Transformers comics. And of course, speaking of, uh, don't miss Transformers Galaxies Constructicons Rising uh, featuring Livio Ramadelli's art and his return to IDW's Transformers comics in their new continuity. That is all awesome stuff. You don't want to miss any of that. Now, I was lucky enough to be included in two Christmas-themed Transformers podcasts recently. I've talked about it before, but both of which are available right now if you haven't had the chance to listen to them yet. Uh, First up is episode 116 of Autopod Decepticast. It's their review of The Ultimate Doom Part 2, but it also features a skit in which I guest star, and uh, the whole premise is I visit their studio in uh, in their version of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Check out this clip. Speaking of fuck bros, how's Mike and the ghost doing, I wonder? <laughs> I bet great. I... I my, Caleb, now that you bring it up, I think it's a good time to check in with him. Uh, wh- why don't we just give him a call and see how he's doing? Okay. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. <laughs> so, uh, hey, guys. Uh, good Mike. News. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, hook us up. What's up? You don't say hello when you answer the phone. You just launch into whatever you were about to say in the sentence. Got it. Hello, this is Mike. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hello. How are things going? Every- Did you get everything sorted out? Well, um, good news. 
Yeah, kind of. Uh, we uh, we ended up hopping on a train after uh, after getting chased down by Tina Turner in a giant monster truck. Um, there was uh, there was shenanigans. It was nuts. Oh. Australia is nuts. Oh, that's crazy, Raggedy Man. Yeah, two ghosts in her, one ghost leaves. <laughs> well, I I'm it's glad to hear your voice. I'm just glad to hear that you're safe. But but how, uh, how how do you two plan on not only getting here uh, in time, but you've got to get over the Pacific Ocean in a train? <clears throat> this is Astro Train. <laughs> leave, that, leave that to me, flesh creatures. Astro Train. <laughs> Prepare for liftoff, space monkeys. Now. <laughs> Whoa! Wow, um, guess we spoke too soon. Uh, looks like we've, um, we've entered orbit and, uh, should be to the studio, uh, really soon. And oh, now cool. I know how cool. Decepticon felt when, the when they left Autobot City, because we just totally got flipped upside down. <laughs> Ugh, speak for yourself, flesh creatures. We need to jettison some weight or I'll never make it to the studio. Well, first of all, pretty sure I think you mean mass. But I, uh, I don't understand. How can the two of us be too much weight or mass? Well, maybe it's that truckload of edibles I bought in Seattle and that block of clovers that Greg gave me in Australia. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. We got to get rid of those. <laughs> oh, oh, how it pains me. Whoa! 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 Hey, uh, oh, what, what, what's, what's happening? What's going on with you guys? What's going on? <laughs> they, the, the plovers got loose and they're flying all around the cabin. They're swooping us like a dickhead. <laughs> oh, God. Are you now what's happening? Holy shit. In the, in the chaos, we fell out of the shuttle. Help. I don't have a parachute. <laughs> Hang on to me. My seat doubles as a parachute. Well, but where should I grab hold? Are, are these pillows gonna blunt the impact? Oh, 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 those are pillows. Ah! <laughs> oh man, we just lost contact with them. I hope the, they're gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they still got, so they're surely dead and plummeted into the ocean and drowned. Yeah, I mean, sharks. Australian sharks are notable for the being the worst. That's not a shock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, I just now realized that they probably could have just called the skit uh, Planes, Astro Trains, and um, Autobots. Um, but anyway, listen to the full episode at autopoddecepticast.com or wherever you listen to Mike Cybert Radio. Uh, look out for more team ups with Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb and myself in the new year, including uh, my upcoming return to their show. Uh, we'll be 
talking about one of my favorite episodes of the Transformers, Heavy Metal War. And then, um, you know, uh, the four of us, um, all four of us, Aaron, Ryan and Caleb and myself, we were guests with Greg and Yoshi. Uh, They are the writers of Transformers Reanimated. Uh, That's the fan fiction project that uh, bridges the gap between the end of the second season of the Transformers cartoon and the 1986 movie, uh, The Transformers the movie. Uh, we uh, we read through their script for a Transformers Christmas Carol. Uh, that's issue number five in uh, in their series, um, and, and that was just a ton of fun to be a part of. The uh, you know it was um, it, it it was interesting. It was like kind of like this United Nations of uh, Transformers fans. You know, I mean, you've got you've got Greg in Australia, you've got uh, uh, the APDC gang uh, out in the Ozarks in uh, Springfield, and uh, and you got me in Seattle, and of course you got Yoshi up in uh, uh, Bellingham, which is not as close to Seattle as as you would think. But uh, but no, it was just cool because like we were all in uh, different time zones, and it was uh, it, it was uh, uh, the the recording session went very long, and um, yeah, we we were getting a little punchy towards the end. But uh, but again, it was still um, a ton of fun, and uh, and I think that comes through in uh, in the recording. Now, you may have seen me put this out on my socials. You know, it's like on on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, but something uh, uh, really cool that Yoshi did, uh, something he was kind of experimenting with, was he um, he cut out a sample of the episode for each of us to share, since we're all you know representing different. Uh, uh, different uh, um, uh, Transformers or Transformers adjacent podcasts, and um, all of our clips are unique, so none of us have the same uh, clip. Uh, but you, so what you need to do is you need to go and check out all of us um, out on Twitter and hear all of the exclusive clips for yourself. Uh, think of it kind of like an Easter egg hunt, you know? Uh, Got to catch them all, right? Um, so anyway, so here's uh, here's my clip that uh, that that Yoshi made for me to share with you. Panel five with one last ditch attempt. Blue Bumble Bluebee, Bumblebee, <laughs> Bumblebee, Spike, and Chip. Appro- yeah, that too. <laughs> Bluebee, Bumblebee, Spike, and Chip approach Trax, who remains disinterested. Chip. Trax, Christmas is the time that brings the world together. Even in times of war, mankind has always celebrated this festive season. In that word, Greg. Yeah, we'll just mention that I had this. I had the you know festive season and festivities and all that kind of stuff like littered through this original script. <laughs> like I hate that fucking term. We're gonna change it. <laughs> it's like right. you get one. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Greg's like fuck you. It's the first one then. <laughs> Spike. Yeah. Sure, gifts are a big part of it, but that's because people want to give presents, not because they have to tracks well good because i don't want to i don't want any of it <laughs> and, and again you can hear the full audio performance at transformersreanimated.com as well as uh you can download the full script uh so that you can follow along uh with us kind of reading as you go as we uh as we read the script and uh that way you can see where we butcher our lines <laughs> and then uh obviously check out the cover art for Marvel UK and Transformers UK veteran artist Lee Sullivan that's uh that, that's just a killer piece with uh with tracks uh uh trapped in the snow globe there with that that menacing megatron it's an awesome piece now 
obviously Transformers and all of those awesome toys from the 1980s were a huge part of uh, a lot of great Christmas memories for a lot of us. Uh, but another uh, relic uh, from that bygone era that a lot of us have nostalgia for is the Holiday Wish Book. Now, my dude Word Burglar just released a single about those old catalogs writing. This little number is about those holiday toy catalogs that teased tempted and inspired generations of playful minds. Once upon a time and once a year, magical mags of marketing merriment would march into the mailboxes of toy-loving kids around the globe. Even though they were designed to sell product, these books of wishes became fuel for the playful imaginations, dreams, and creativity of youth everywhere. This song is dedicated to every kid, young and old, who still gets a kick out of looking at pictures of toys and, of course, playing with them. Enjoy. This is my Christmas catalog number from Word Burglar. You're listening to Mike Seibert Radio. Oh, you know what I really, really want for Christmas? Yeah. My favorite holiday book, the catalog from Sears. Each year in your mailbox, it magically appeared. Used to show up mid-fall, early as October. Jam with the stuff the kids would go nuts over. And did I? Yo, let me tell you the facts. I studied this catalog like I was taking the LSATs. For some reason, I just needed to know. Every Star Wars, Transformer, G.I. Joe, Ninja Turtle, and wrestler. Micro Machine Hot Wheel. So much awesome, I thought it was not real. The best photo reference that you could find. Full of brand new toys and didn't cost a dime. Pages were full color, glossy and thin. I'd circle toys I wasn't even interested in. Yeah, I slept with this thing. I'd even take it to dinner. It kept me warm through the cold. Canadian winter. From the first side of snow till winter was done. You could find me flipping through pictures of fun. <laughs> Marketing triumph designed for kids to bug their parents to buy them. And the kids in the pics were who I wanted to be. I imagine they got all of those toys for free. From the RC trucks to that weird hugging monkey and the doll in overalls called my buddy. Nobody wanted that story if you had them. I'd rather have a GoBot or even Prince Adam. From Care Bears to the Care Bear Cousins They had the best toys you never seen by the dozens Even ones looking back you know you're laughing at Like kids who had a cabbage patch for their habitat <laughs> That's a fact, I pray to Santa every night It's not blasphemy, he's technically a saint, right? And when I met him at the mall when I was younger He asked what I wanted, I gave him catalog numbers From the first side of snow till winter was done You could find me flipping through pictures of fun <laughs> Anybody did. Had teachers asking me what they should get for their kids. And while my sister was blase to the whole affair, I could name my little ponies by the color of hair. Yeah, Snoopy Snow Cones and the Garfield phones. Tabletop hockey and the tape deck from Home Alone. Yo. Game Boys, Glow Friends, Barbies, Toboglins. Video games, rock tumblers, and toboggans. Begging for Megazords, Play-Doh, Lego. A book full of dreams. Come on, what 
kid could say no. Dino riders, cops, masks, thundercats. If it was plastic with a staff, I wanted that. But honestly, thinking of the elation, I didn't need toys. I had imagination. After all these years, I still have the thought that all I want for Christmas is a Sears catalog. From the first side of snow till winter was done, you could find me flipping through pictures of fun. <laughs> And of course, if you have not yet, check out Spaceverse, the latest full-length album from Word Burglar, available now wherever you get your digital music. Uh, he was my guest back during episode 231 to talk about that album and more. And, you know, he just put out a brand new episode of his podcast called Do You Still Like This Movie? And they're talking about one of my favorite movies of the 1980s, The Naked Gun, colon, from The Files of Police squad that's a classic and uh um that's one i haven't visited in a long time so i i wonder if i still like this movie <laughs> so uh uh check out that podcast that's uh that's a lot of fun so now in also in keeping with the holiday theme uh the uh, pioneer of nerd rock kirby crackle from right here in the seattle area well they have just released their annual holiday single um and this time around they are celebrating the new born king of social media that's right we're talking about baby yoda baby yoda the mando did say was for me to watch over until christmas day he dropped him off and said he was late for jury duty about three parsecs away baby Yoda, baby Yoda, born is the king of Instagram. I brought him inside, but he didn't say much. So I thought that he might be quite hungry for lunch. He stared at the fridge, and with a cute little cough, I thought that he just might be down for some broth. Baby Yoda, baby Yoda, born is the king of Instagram. My daughter came home and jumped up with fright. Then she asked if he possibly could spend the night. Then she asked me again, and again I said yes. Then she asked me again, cause she's three and doesn't listen. Baby Yoda, baby Yoda, born is the king of Instagram. He and I hit the town and a brewery or two, and we met the whole band and my ex-drummer too. Some girls asked me to take a photo with him. And the next thing I knew, he slid in their DMs. Baby Yoda, baby Yoda, born is the king of Instagram. And 
Then it arrived, another cold Christmas Eve And in the morning the mandal would take him and leave Not sure what to do, so my wife gave a pitch So I called in the bounty and now I'm straight rich Baby Yoda, baby Yoda Born is the king of Instagram Baby Yoda, baby Yoda Born is the king of Instagram Baby Yoda, um, of course that being a parody of the first Noel uh, That is your 2019 Kirby Crackle holiday single uh, Joy and peace to you and yours this holiday season And thank you for another amazing year of nerd rock fun uh, That from Kyle Stevens of Kirby Crackle He writes that uh, up on Bandcamp where you can download the song right now And I also want to let you know that coming up on January 30th uh, At the end of next month at the Triple Door here in downtown Seattle It's Kirby Crackle and the Nerd Rock Orchestra. Uh, Continuing the celebration of 10 years of Nerd Rock throughout the year, all roads have been leading to here. Uh, Kyle Stevens posted, I'm I'm really excited to announce that I'm returning to Seattle's premier music venue, The Triple Door, on Thursday, January 30th, 2020, and this time I'll be bringing my full band with me. Now, why is this time so special? He writes in, all caps and bold typed. We got an orchestra, fam. <laughs> I might be nuts. I am. Uh, because this one-off event might be, it is, uh, the biggest live musical production I've taken on. And everyone from uh, band to orchestra is proud to deliver a special event to the Kirby Crackle community in January with your favorite nerd rock songs getting the fancy treatment. Now, if uh, if you were at 2018's uh, Suburban Hearts and Vigilante Hymns Triple Door show, you know how cool the Triple Door is, and I can't wait for a phenomenal experience all around. Tickets are available now, and I will have a link in the show notes. I hope you're able to drive, fly, bus, shuttle, or teleport in for this very special one-night-only event, and... I uh, like like Kyle was just writing there. Um, I've uh, I, I've seen shows at the Triple Door. It's a it's a fancy fancy venue. You know, it's one of those ones where like y- y- you want to wear your nice jeans. <laughs> no, actually, you probably even want to dress better than that. But no, it's it, it's it's a very cool venue. And um, in, in previous episodes, I I've talked about how. I, I really like uh, adding uh, uh, orchestration and and that kind of texture to things like uh, Metallica's SM album is uh, is probably one of my favorites because it it's it's such a, a cool uh, creative vibe and so as soon as I saw that it was going to be the nerd rock orchestra I I'm already imagining what some of my uh, favorite Kirby Crackle songs are going to be like, kind of given that that orchestral uh, type of treatment and texture. So I, uh, that that is going to be a ton of fun. Again, that is going to be at the end of next month, Thursday, January 30th. Uh, that's going to be at the Triple Door. Um, 
I will definitely be there. Um, uh, so, yeah, so if you see me stop by and say hi, uh, you don't want to miss that one. It's going to be, again, it, it's going to be a, a special one-time only type of thing. Um, but also, uh, while we're talking, I want you to mark your calendars. Uh, save the date, March 13th, um, obviously in 2020, March 13th. I'll be returning to host the little nerd rock show during that big comic convention. Uh, we'll talk more about that later, but, um, uh, I, uh, I was just invited back. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, kind of give the exclusive announcement here that I, I will be indeed returning to host, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, so, uh, so obviously we just heard a song about internet sensation, baby Yoda from the Disney plus smash hit TV show, the man, Mandalorian, which um, to the surprise of, I think, just about everybody I know, given how uh, how much of a, a, a fan of Boba Fett I am and I'm you know, a Fett head and, you know, sucker for those bucket headed folks. Um, here's the deal. I actually haven't seen any of the Mandalorian yet. I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm in the process of moving and remodeling and, you know, uh, Lucky and I have not watched a whole lot of TV and, uh, uh, part of that also is, you know, we, we haven't necessarily, uh, you know, had, had the time or opportunity to download a new app to, uh, uh, watch another show. Um, but I promise we'll get to it. I've already been in contact with, uh, uh, Jeremy from the, uh, transmissions podcast. You know, it's like, as soon as I get through it, he's down to clown. We're going to kind of do a review podcast on it. But so, so I, I'm just saying that here and now so that it's recorded and somebody can use it against me later, but, um, I will get to it. Um, but you know, being, uh, being a citizen of the internet, I, uh, I I came across uh, this uh, this dope new track from Megaran. He's uh, he's one of my favorite nerdcore artists. Um, uh, so he puts up uh, digging the Mandalorian, ready for more Star Wars. This is the Randalorian. This is the way uh, from Megaran, and you're listening to Mike Seibert Radio. Tons more coming up. Yo, bounty hunting is a complicated profession. If you want to make it as a bounty hunter, it's easy. Make the best deal for yourself and survive. Rifty beats make a brand. Remember, this is the way. In the guild, we follow the code. I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. This is the way. No revisions or edits. First we set it on the target, then we divvy the credits. This is the way. 20 bars the best scar still new armor respect our guild yeah this is the way stop anyone who get in the way no escape no get in the way yeah cause this is the way mando keep unlimited ammo roll like a commando the danger is ample bones from my opponents they sit on the mantle banished from the surface we live in the shadows yeah Armor shining like the suns on Tatooine Heart knows no fear, runs on gasoline I'm like the wind, no noise when I deploy Y'all poised, just don't team me with no droids I can't trust them, involve them in no plans Can't respect anything that can be programmed That's the cats in the guild if I close the deal So for real, but only take noble kills You know the deal, hold the steel just to forge it Fortify like a fortress, the drip is just gorgeous Technique is glorious, captivating an audience New Republic is on to us, stick them just like a scorpion yeah, maybe it was my guardianess and the will of a warrior Call me the Mandalorian And yeah, this is the way 
In the gill we follow the code I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold This is the way No revisions or edits First we set it on the target then we divvy the credits This is the way 20 bars the best scar still New armor, respect our guild Yeah, this is the way Stop anyone who get in the way No escape, no getting away Because this is the way Five years after the fall of the empire The most precious targets acquired The inspire to chase across the galaxy For an interesting prize A 50 year old adorable alien child With special powers beyond our comprehension A telekinetic with sensory perception Special, I suspect it so intense I sense it Unconventional methods The child must be protected so Load up the weapons cause we got problems to solve Stormtroopers and hunters get the modest and dissolved It's all part of the job, another day at the office Snipers making me targets, dreamer taking me hostage Enemy of the state for the chances that I take When you think that you got me, I'm planning for my escape From bounty hunter to guardian, they swept me like a cardigan Bring the search party in, forgive me for my tardiness Like Red 5, I'm going in, never will my story end The Mandalorian, and yo, this is the way in the gill, we follow the code I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold This is the way No revisions or edits First we set it on the target, then we divvy the credits This is the way 20 bars, the best guard still New armor, respect our guild Yeah, this is the way Stop anyone who get in the way No escape, no getting away Because this is the way You can watch the video for The Randalorian now on YouTube. There's uh, there's some mild spoilers in the video, uh, uh, just kind of like in the lyrics here, but uh, nothing that you haven't really seen online already. And like like I mentioned earlier, I haven't actually seen The Mandalorian yet, but I've you know I've I, I've had some soft spoils, I've had some hard spoils. And in fact, I would say Baby Yoda uh, themselves is, you know, uh, kind of a hard spoiler. But yeah, what are you going to do? It's it's the Internet. And I, I guess I'm just excited that um, uh, that something attached to such an obscure type of characters, you know, meaning like, you know, the Mandalorian himself and kind of Mando culture and whatever has really kind of. Um, something about it has kind of, kind of captured the zeitgeist and, you know, uh, that boy, that baby Yoda sure is adorable. And I'm sure that that has a whole lot to do with it, but, but even so, um, um, let's see. Uh, so, Hey, check this out. I, uh, I got an email a couple weeks ago from an artist that I, I used to be acquainted with, but then had kind of uh, lost touch with, um, over the last couple years. Um, Otis Julius has a brand new single and music video out. I, uh, I, I first saw him, uh, back when I was on KGRG and he was going by the name Big O at the time. Um, he's a, uh, hip hop punk rock artist from Caldwell, Idaho. Uh, Otis Julius is positive, progressive, real, and creative. Um, and he's coming through Seattle, uh, in February with a stop at Cafe Racer. Um, so I, I'm, I'm hoping to use that as an opportunity to, uh, reconnect, uh, maybe, uh, have him on a, on an interview episode of the show, but, uh, check this out. Here is his new self-titled. This is just a name change. I'm still an artist. Let's go. Call me Otis Julius. Let's get it started. I don't been around. I ain't slowing down. Feet still running since I hit the ground. I be seeing big things. I got big dreams. Building up momentum with the pin. 
close out on this uh, on this week's episode I want to talk about the brand new full-length album from good friend of the show Lucia Fasano called best friend forever uh, the album is available right now on bandcamp I have a link in the show notes um, but I uh, you probably saw me post it but I just got my Kickstarter backer package uh, in the mail a few days ago and I've um, I, I've listened to this album a few times now, and I uh, I, I have some thoughts that I, I want to share with you uh, now while it's kind of fresh in my mind. Uh, first, I I really like it, like like really really like like it, um, and and it's and it's interesting to me as I as I was kind of reflecting here before I started recording. Um, it, it's interesting that I I so enthusiastically champion. Um, a record because like you've heard me talk about this uh i mean shoot uh uh when when did the kickstarter start what back in the summer something like that so i've i've been talking about this particular album and this particular project for for a quite a long time um but it's it's uh 
the music is different than, you know, obviously the stuff that I've shared with you today. Um, it's, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't want to use terms like not fun, but, um, but there's, there's, there's a depth, uh, uh, to this album. It's, uh, it's very, uh, melancholy with, uh, with an emotional depth that I, I don't know if I was prepared for if uh, if I'm being honest with you, I think I think I got so carried away in kind of like the uh, enthusiastic promotion aspect of it, because really, quite frankly, that's been the tone of this entire episode and arguably kind of the tone of my entire podcast is, you know, basically my job was enthusiasm. (laughs) But uh, but you know uh, uh finally getting the album the uh the cd in my hands and listening to it it uh um it, it was incredibly affecting and so um so lucia fasano she she describes the album as uh, as a folk influenced indie rock opus about rebuilding after friend breakups and loss in the digital age and I think that that's a pretty uh, uh, spot on uh, jumping off point uh, to describe the album. But there's also a um, a subversive texture and and some kind of like weird tonal mismatches that I really dig. Like uh, like like some of the the most upbeat and fun and and positive songs musically speaking at least just in terms of like you know the the actual actual instrumentation and the and the beat and tempo of it um actually have like like the uh, darkest and uh, uh maudlin uh lyrics to it um uh, similar to on her uh, uh, first album, Radio Silence, but I think I, I think she takes the, those mismatches and pushes it even harder. Like uh, like the, I, I don't I, I don't want to spoil it too much because uh, you might not have uh, listened to the album yet. But there but there is a they so, uh, song on there that's almost like a a Beach Boys kind of, uh, you know, fun, bouncy song. But really, it's about like, you know, street harassment and catcalling. And it's it's, uh, you know, like a lot of like uh, uncomfortable uh, thematic stuff kind of kind of wrapped in this uh, bouncy, fun, uh, misleading uh, package there. Um, I, uh, I I listened to it end to end twice and then um, after that, as soon as I got home, because I, I had an especially long commute, you know, in, in Seattle here, we had a bunch of like record rains um, uh, recently. And on one of those days, I'm just sitting there with the CD and I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to let it run and I'm going to let it run again. Um in the dark and in the rain. So maybe that kind of uh, colored my experience as well. But but I listened to it end to end twice. And then I wrote to uh, Lucia and I kind of, you know, wanted to share some uh, uh, thoughts with her uh, while it was still kind of like, you know, hot take fresh in my mind. And and I wrote to her, I told her it's uh, it's aching and intense and beautiful. 
I I absolutely loved it. And I uh, I can't wait to talk to her about uh, about this new album, Best Friend Forever, you know, just as soon as our uh, schedules are uh, able to line up. Um, but this um, so this next song I'm going to play for you now um, hit me um, especially hard, uh, not necessarily because of the lyrics, because uh, uh, the lyrics, I, I don't know if they specifically speak to my experience, but but it was just kind of like how I felt and just kind of like my takeaway uh, from that emotionally. Um, I'll, uh, I'll explain more on the other side. I want, I want to get into that a, a little bit more, but here is Best Friend from Lucia Fasano. and emotional. 
That's the closing track from Best Friend Forever, the brand new album from Lucia Fasano. That's um that's kind of a sharp contrast from the super catchy theme song she uh she wrote and performed for the podcast, right? Um but but this one um this this has got kind of like a goth punk uh, almost kind of like Susie and the Banshees uh kind of vibe to it that I really like and really dig. Uh but um you know, like I mentioned earlier, uh, experiencing those songs off off of the album kind of kind of got me to connect with feelings that I haven't touched on uh, within myself uh, in in a while. Like uh, like um, losing my childhood best friend when I I was in my early twenties, and. And then uh, remembering and being more honest with myself that, you know, we had actually drifted uh, long before then. And then I kind of play that alternate timeline game in my head, you know, kind of like imagining if, uh, you know, if he hadn't passed away and and what things would be like and and uh, and, and the guilt that that I feel and carry with me that, you know, maybe maybe it's better for me. Um, so um, loss, obviously, is is a big theme in this album. And that's uh, that that that's the feeling I probably tamped down the most. Um, but I uh, I, I, uh, uh, I I was thinking about my grandmother the other day and um uh, yeah, I, I've talked about uh, I've talked about her a bit in the past. You know, it's like she was the one that that really kind of introduced me into genre. You know, like horror movies, sci-fi. You know, I think I think a lot of my taste for trash kind of uh, kind of uh, comes from hanging out with her and our stack of uh, video store tapes over the weekend. But I I, I remember vividly when I was a kid, she uh, absolutely insisted absolutely insisted that there were nine star wars stories not just the three we already had you know because uh you know uh george lucas wrote nine novels and that there was going to be uh, you know like uh, six more movies uh three of them were going to take place in the past and then three more would take place after return of the jedi you know in the in the far future and i uh i i also remember Especially when I was in high school, you know, and knew a thing or two about a thing or two, you know, like just like all of us do when we think we know a thing or two about a thing or two. Um, just just how much I would argue with her about that. I'm like, I'm like, well, lady, first of all, George Lucas didn't write any novels. He wrote one screenplay and blah, 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 blah. I mean, you, you know the whole story, but, you know, I... <laughs> I'm like trying to drop this science on her and you know she she went back down I mean bless her heart she was just like yeah no there there's nine stories and she um uh she passed away uh years before uh, uh Force Awakens came out um uh back in 2011 but I I I can't help but smile that um now it 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 took 30 years but uh but here we are um and and now there are uh nine uh numbered uh Star Wars movies nine uh nine episodes uh the saga is uh is complete and 
I um I I haven't seen the rise of the Skywalker as of as of this particular recording. Um, I I'm um I will see it the afternoon this episode comes out. So I'll I'll be seeing it on uh on Christmas Day after. Um, after uh, after lunch with my dad, but I'm uh, I, I'm excited to announce uh, that we uh, we're we're getting part of the band back together uh, for our review podcast. I've already had a couple folks ask me ask me about it because um, you know I I've so far I've managed to avoid some like really hard spoils. I I think there's a couple things that if. I spend any more time on Twitter, I'll, I'll see enough fragments of information to uh, piece things together and figure stuff out. But I, I haven't, um, other than um, some folks confirming some leaks, which I, I, I think I'll uh, uh, bring up when when uh, when I chat with my buddy Killing Spree because he was the culprit and retweeting a bunch of stuff, but I, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Let, let me start over. Um, I I want to announce that uh, that we're getting part of the band back together. Uh, uh, the music director of eighty nine point nine KGRG FM and the host. Um, of the award-winning indie rock specialty show Uncommon Chords. That's right. Cool Guy Luke will be my guest joining me and Killing Spree for the first time since we talked about Force Awakens back in 2015. You can uh, find that episode uh, back in the archives. Uh, maybe I'll retweet it or something because I, I know uh, um, Dave Cabal was asking about that and and a couple of the others. Um, but that's a, that is going to be a really interesting conversation because I, I have been telling Luke for the better portion of the last four years that, that, you know, he and I need to get on and do a star Wars podcast and we just haven't done it. So, uh, this one is definitely a, uh, long time coming. You're not going to want to miss it. And, uh, you know what, it, it might, it, it might get, uh, divisive because I, uh, knowing that, uh, my buddy killing spree is down with the fandom menace and I, I I think I I think I have a thing or two to say about a thing or two. Um but uh yeah so uh I'll look for that in the near future. Um, but that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to listen to our past shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Five stars, please. Mike Seibert Radio is produced by Dave Sanders. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and have a safe and happy new year. My name is Mike. And until next time, make good choices. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at MikeSeibertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out bydoormusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert radio production.